Hi, and welcome to another episode of Gray Hair. Nope, uh, we're in trouble now. I don't know why I want to keep saying that. Yeah, that's the second time you've done that. Yeah, well, it's, uh, yeah, it's our, our second time redoing it. Um, it's just going to be mom and I today, so Brandon is taking a hiatus. Um, he'll most likely be here for the next one, but it's just yeah. going to be mom and I, so mom, you're going to have to keep me um, entertained. Never an easy job. Never an easy job, not for me. Nope, I have to totally give hats off to Natasha. She apparently is quite good at entertaining you. I have the attention span of a peanut. I was going to say a gnat. A gnat? Yeah, you're you're not a... A peanut is so much more appealing than a gnat. But a peanut has zero. A gnat at least is like... Is like thinking of something. Yeah, but structural a bit like I feel like in terms of like likability, I think people like peanuts more than gnats. So... A peanut has a hard shell yeah. and a salty middle. That's me. Okay. That's, that I, I definitely would, that would sums describe you me up. pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. So I yes. saw this thing on TikTok with this guy up in Riverside. He sells boiled peanuts oh. where he like boils it in like some sort of uh, oil or something. It's supposed to be like really hot and yummy. I kind of want to take a drive up there and get it. Where is it? Like out of his house? Or? No, he, he drives like a trailer. So it's like a mobile peanut truck. Mobile peanut dispensary. Yeah, I kind of really want to try it because it's an it's a I believe a Chinese dish as well. You know, it'd be cool would be to go like I know that in some areas in like L.A. and that they have like food truck um, yeah. food truck nights. Yeah, I think that would be kind of I mean, if we ate better, you know, we're such clean eaters, mm-hmm. it'd probably destroy us. But I think it would be fun to like yeah. to experience. Something it'd be a like great that. way to like. You know, if we like the world was ending and like our diets didn't matter because I feel like I mean <laughs> because we had that burrito yesterday and even that hurt my stomach. A oh, little did bit. it? Yeah. Well, it's just a lot of grease and I I tend not to eat a whole lot. Well, of you grease. ate all the chips and guacamole. I did not eat all of the chips and guacamole. There was like that, three left. That is no, that's an inaccurate thing because I, if there was, you wouldn't have asked me if I wanted any more chips and guacamole. Yeah, those three that were left. No, there was more than there was less than half. Okay, I will say you ate uh, the majority. I, I and I'm not I will saying agree. no. I agree that I have eaten the majority, but if the the majority of chips eaten was not equal to half, then Yes. So we're going to have a factually correct podcast. I'm just saying it's important to stay by the book. Oh, okay. Yeah. Would you eat there again? Um, yeah, I would go there again for special occasions like quinceañeras or birthdays or like holidays. Yeah. Yeah. It's something like, I mean, I can't eat food like that often, but whenever no. I do want. Yeah. If I'm like, hey, well, why not blow up the toilet? You're like then that's, that's where I'll go. Yeah. Well, I like it because they have um, vegetarian options and there's not very many places that you can find vegetarian options for Mexican especially, food. Yeah, especially for Mexican food. There is a vegan Mexican food down in San Diego, though, which is actually really good. You've been there, right? Yeah, yeah, I've been there. Yeah. San Diego is a cool place. What is it? Whereabouts in San Diego? Um, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of, it's not is in it? North Beach or in Gasland. Because North Beach is um, San no, Francisco. No, North Park. Sorry, not yeah. in North Park. Yeah, <laughs> I always get the two mixed up. Cause, cause Ken, his sister used to live in North Park, but I kept calling North Beach, and he was like, "No, it's San Diego." And I go, "No, that's what I'm saying." He goes, "No, we're talking about two different places." Oh, so you've done this before? This is not my first rodeo. Yeah. Um, so it's not. It's I don't know. It's right. <laughs> it's somewhere in San Diego. It's somewhere. There's also a a vegan Vietnamese place there too. There's one here in town. There's a vegan Vietnamese yeah. place. Yeah. Um, Phoenix told me about it. Really? Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. It's, so, really it's like, over by the mall, I think. Okay. Because I don't like duck. But like I'll I'll eat vegan duck, which is like soy duck. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I think duck is a weird animal to eat. They're too cute. I don't know about cute, but they're. Apparently, you're not watching the right TikToks because there's a lot of pet ducks out there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really vibe with that side of TikTok because I don't really want a duck 
pet or a raccoon pet or Aww. I just I'll take the our little gray mountain gorilla over there. Yeah, boy, she's turning into something. She is getting so big, so Fuck, fast. Dude, I thought we bought a puppy. This no, is a small we, horse. Yeah. With teeth. With teeth, yeah, that does teeth hugs. <laughs> Although she is getting I mean like she puts everything in her mouth, but at first in the first like week, I was like, "Oh, biting's going to be uh, this is a lot, but yeah. she, but I think, but you were saying earlier that our energy has just changed. So it's really important to establish boundaries. Hey, this is playtime. This is what you can play with. This is what you can't play with. You know, like really setting up that foundation because you know she's a dog. She doesn't know better. Yeah, you know, she thinks you know until you she puts a like a a, a positive or a negative like. Um, reaction to it she doesn't know better right uh, because what what i was doing personally is like i was um playing like tug of war with her and yeah. like her little squeakies i would hold on to it so my hand was like right there yeah. next to the little squeaky toy mm. so she was associating me with like rough playing mm-hmm. so ever since i've been like nope i'm not going to play like that i'll throw the ball for you or yeah. or something like that she's definitely has shifted her her bitiness you know, I was actually watching a TikTok last night. He was a dog trainer mm-hmm. and it was like the top five dogs that people should not own. And a lot of them were like cattle dogs. Like he's like, they're just high energy dogs. Yeah. Like, like if you don't have a, if you don't have cows, don't yeah, have a cattle like a dog. Melanoir. If you're not he a, said if a Belgian not a military, Melanoir. yeah. You're not, if you're not like a professional dog handler, don't own a Melanoir. Yeah. He said that the Belgian Melanoir is like the smartest, strongest, yeah. most work oriented dog. It's out like there. the, the T 500. It's a Terminator. They're yeah. the scariest dogs. Yeah, because uh, because in Africa that's what we use for anti poaching and anti you know anti poaching mm-hmm. whether it be tracking or, or um, you know canine like protection or bite dogs or anything like that. Melanoirs is worth the use because they have a high working force, right? And they'll they'll work themselves so much you'll have to like physically stop them from working. Like they'll they'll go until they pass out, yeah. Or they'll they'll run face first into like a thorn bush. Like they're they're very 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 st- strong, scary, smart dogs. Yeah. Yeah. So I agreed with that, but he did number five. Did he did say a pit bull? That makes sense. And he said, but he said it in a really cool way. He yeah. said that you know, if you want to get a pit bull because you think they're a badass looking dog yeah. or you think their big heads are cool, mm. he goes, "You're getting them for the wrong reason." Yeah. He's like, if you get them and you know how to handle them, mm-hmm. they're great dogs. Yeah. And I mean, I have to agree. And I don't think pit bulls are for everybody. No. At all. I mean, we've been very fortunate to have owned them for quite a while. Mm -hmm. So we know kind of what we're getting into. But it was pretty funny because he ends it and he ended it in a really cool manner. He says, if any of what I just said pisses you off, he says, you are part of the problem. Hmm. And it was kind of a, yeah, you know what? Don't get mad. I mean, these are just facts. And the facts are, you know, a cattle dog needs cattle to run. You know, a Belgian Mellowall is smart and this and a pit bull isn't for everybody yeah. well like i mean like obviously yeah that makes, it makes total sense because mm-hmm. they need to be stimulated in some way you can't just be like buy a puppy and be like okay well let's go lay down yeah you know because the melon wall is going to go crazy i mean even indy is like she's nine weeks old and she's you know she has her designated play times yeah you know she has her witching hour where she just likes to go and like fuck shit up yeah but like i but like you say though you know you don't buy the pit bull for like for it to be scary or mean or anything like that they're great dogs yeah you know they're very protective she's so smart you know she's just a friendly lovable like goof mm-hmm. you know see i would see i personally would recommend that if you if you've never had a pit bull before and you know that you can't give that puppy the training that it needs yeah. i would go to a shelter and adopt one out like a oh like yeah an like, older yeah, one like an older pit bull yeah. awesome yeah, yeah. 
I mean, they are great, lovable dogs. It's just getting them to that point. Mm -hmm. And like he said, he goes, he goes, when people don't give them the attentions that they need, these are the dogs that end up, you know, in shelters. Yeah, and a lot of times, you know, like if they develop those bad habits early on too, like if they don't, you know, get, or not reprimanded, but if they don't get that proper training or, or, you know, establish the fundamental ground rules in their upbringing, then yeah, they're going to be difficult, but they're not, they're not on teachable right and just like any puppy i think like if you get let's just say for example you get a labrador yeah and um it's it's not as strong as a pit bull i mean it has a different Mm -hmm. temperament so i'm just saying like a labrador with bad habits is different than a pit bull with bad habits do you agree well like in what would be a what would be a different bad habit because labradors would would dig you know or, or chew like you know, it's very similar characteristics. I mean, it is a it is a dog. Well, I mean, for example, like if a Labrador was like going to run and um, I mean, I don't know, are they as jumpy or? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Oh, then yeah. I just disregard that last statement. Yeah, that I strike is, that one. From I would the say, record. yeah, I'd say they're very similar. It's just the pit bull it just has a really strong, you know, not only just a really strong, I don't say work ethic, but just a really strong animal. They're a strong personality. Yeah. Yes. There they go. That's a strong. Yeah. But, you know, she's been fun. It's been cool. Yeah, I've enjoyed her. Quick as a whip. Yeah, she's no longer, she's no longer super small. No. So, So, yeah. yeah. So talking about um, TikTok, I saw this really interesting TikTok, and Mm -hmm. I want to ask your opinion on this. So it was a TikTok about a creator that went to um, VidCom, and um, she had like 1.2 million followers. Okay. And so she was there. And I guess they had little booths. Sure. You know, I'm not really too familiar as to what VidCom is, so I can't speak a lot on that. But she did a, a TikTok stating that she went there and nobody came by her booth. Okay. So then another TikToker um, stitched it. Mm-hmm. And um, her stance was is that there's a difference between an influencer okay. and a creator. Okay. And a content creator and a social media influencer. Influencer, yeah. Yeah, And she's like, you're a content creator. What you do is you basically, you you see the trends on TikToks Mm -hmm. and you recreate trends. You're a content creator. And an influencer is somebody who is basically... Making those trends. Making those, yeah. Making those trends, making a statement, Mm -hmm. you know, showing, you know, they can influence people on what they buy, you know, this and that. I mean, they're more of an influencer. So I never really looked at the whole social media platform Mm -hmm. in that kind of like broken up way. And I was wondering about your opinion on that. Well, it's really interesting because like I would, I don't know, influencer just seems... It's such a weird idea to me because I like making content. I like making videos and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, but I wouldn't ever want to be somebody who influences the public opinion. I'd I'd much rather make content or make videos for my enjoyment and for the enjoyment of other people more so than I would want to like influence somebody in a general direction or in general manner. See, I look at it as like because you're waiting for super people. Yeah. And when you are making those videos that you enjoy, you're actually going to be influencing people whether or not they play that game or not. Sure. But I mean, and that's a very micro scale, though. It'd be it'd be much different if it was like influencing people like to like shop at a certain place or or to wear certain clothes. I feel like to a degree, any content creator could be an influencer. Mm -hmm. But I don't think 
I don't think it's to that scale. I think an influencer is more of a, of a broader scale. Yeah. Well, I mean, that just, and that brings me to another point. I mean, it's like a lot of content creators are getting in trouble for promoting products that they don't really use. Which is as they should. I mean, I feel like in a world of like where transparency is very important, I feel like if you're not transparent, you know, it, it almost makes sense. So you almost feel like a sellout. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So no, I was just kind of like I said, it was just kind of an interesting. Um, it was just an interesting yeah, take no, on I, it. Yeah, it's funny because before you say it, I really didn't ever ever put two and two together because I knew there was influencers, I knew there was content creators, I didn't realize that there was such a a divide and a separation between the two. See, I consider myself an influencer. Would you? Yeah, well, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, it, to me, a content, my content, I'm not regenerating um, thoughts and ideology of what I'm hearing somebody else doing. Mm-hmm. I am, I am very much trying to forge my own path okay. as to, you know, motivating people to be themselves, showing you that age has no, has no bound. Okay. Yeah. Has, I can see what yeah. that, because I know for a little bit, you actually wanted to take something to like the, to get something on the legislature where you can't be discriminated for having tattoos, mm-hmm. um, which I thought would be kind of cool. Yeah, now it's just like such a there's so there there's so much going on in the world mm-hmm. right now. It's like um, you know, it's but yeah. I mean, I don't think people should be discriminated against because they have tattoos, but that all goes down to like private commerce and if you're like mm-hmm. whoever owns a company can make their rules. Yeah, and true. then so let me ask you this. This goes into another level. So I did a, um, so anyway, let's finish this thought. I consider myself an influencer because of, I feel that my platform is, um, it, it, it makes an impact on how people look at Now, would you ever go to one of those events and have a booth? At where I am at right now? No, no, no. I, because for me right now, I mean, I, if I'm going to like gauge my level of success, I don't really, um, I don't really consider myself that successful. Okay. In terms of just like financially or in terms of just being well known or just for being well known. Yeah. Okay. You know, to me, it's not about, to me, it's not about going and getting the accolades of like, Oh, you like me. Sure. To me, that's not what my, my what about like to go in terms of like networking. Now, if I could go and network or if I could be on a panel Mm -hmm. and talk about like how social media influences, um, how it can change your life. Or I feel like if I could go and make an impact that way, absolutely I would. But just to go and have a booth and have people come by and tell me they love me. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, after that you're just chasing praise. Yeah. Um, I I can see the difference. Yeah. I think that's a really good idea. Yeah. It'd be cool if you were on a panel. You okay? Yeah. I'm just, my left leg was falling asleep. Okay. So yeah, no. And to me it's like, um, but that's just it. I never went into this whole, this whole, um, social media platform looking for praise. Sure. You know, I, I, I started with a very micro idea of like trying just to influence people to wear what they want Mm -hmm. and it's turned into this, Mm -hmm. but I don't by any means consider myself famous. Yeah. I can, you know, so what, okay, so let me ask you this. What, at what point of recognizability um, would you be considered famous? Like what, what, at what point, like let's just say you're in any hypothetical situation, what point would you consider yourself to be famous? Like what would have to happen? I don't know. I yeah. mean, I, I, I think, um, I, I'm thinking like maybe once my blog, I, I don't know yeah. because it's like, I don't know if I will ever consider myself famous. I, I maybe if I get my own talk show sure. or, you know, I don't, 
maybe if my YouTube really takes off, yeah. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I don't have that like yeah. that. But I think that's really important because that humility is what's really going to help the longevity of your career. Because if you were to make it to like, you know, a hundred thousand, you're like, Oh, move away. Bitches. I'm famous. Like it's different. See, I just don't see myself ever getting to that. I mean, even when I was an escrow officer and I was yeah. very successful escrow mm-hmm. officer, I never walked around like, yeah, my shit don't stink. Yeah. You know, I was always thankful for everybody who brought me a deal because that's what kept me grounded. Yeah, for sure. And to me, it's like, I, I personally think like if I ever got to that point where I'm like, yeah, I'm famous yeah. and this and that I lose my, um, I lose my genuine, my genuineness, I guess. Yeah. So that makes sense. And then also too, I, 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 I don't want people to think like, well, you know, she's famous. So that only works for her. I kind of like to be like in the trenches. What do you mean? I, you know what? It's like, to me, it's like, I like, I don't want, I don't want to be separated. I don't want to be, you yeah. know, you don't, I, well, you don't want to be put on a pedestal. Exactly. Yeah. You so. know, I would rather be one of, I would rather be with my, um, I'd rather be with the people following me instead of being like, Oh, there she is. Sure. Yeah. That makes you know sense. what I mean? Yeah. 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 I can remember about that. So let me ask you this. So I did a TikTok the other day and I asked people to um, tell me who, what jobs did they have where they couldn't show tattoos? Sure. All right. And I got a lot of responses back stating that their companies would allow tattoos so long as they were not offensive, like offensive. offensive. Yeah. So that brought me to kind of the question as to who gauges i mean i know i personally know what's offensive and what's not sure i have my own moral you have your own moral compass. compass yeah but what that it, it's kind of to me it's like a slippery slope because what happens if somebody is like i find your tattoo offensive and that somebody else is like no this is just art you know well would define it in what way what would be considered art to one person okay. because you know like you said if people are looking for employment they're gonna obviously consider like hey maybe putting a you know a swastika on my hand is not the call no and i agree 100 yeah. percent. i mean there are some things that are just blatantly like yes we know that's offensive yeah but like i was talking to austin during sure. one of my tattoos and he um actually got a strike against him on instagram mm. because oh because of the nudity yeah because he, he had, does american traditional and in american traditional you have girls without tops no he said it was side boob oh side boob yeah okay. and he's like it was just side boob sure so for him, he's like, this is my art. This is yeah. not offensive. Yeah. Instagram's like, no, this is offensive. Sure. Well, Instagram has to consider the fact that his page could be viewed by children. And when it comes to the um, like the government and things like that, they're very strict on regulations. It's the same thing with YouTube. Yeah. That's why on you, when you post a YouTube, you have to say, is this content made or, or is it for or not for children? Right. Because they're all, in terms of the First Amendment speech and First Amendment protections of the Constitution... As soon as children could or could be or could be involved, they're very, very strict. Right. So which leads me back to the question. It's like, let's just say you have one of Austin's tattoos. and yeah. it, There's a side boob. Yeah. And you're like, this is the most awesome tattoo ever. But yeah. your boss is like, no, that's offensive. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just what I'm saying. Sure. Yeah. Well, I feel like when it comes to that kind of stuff, you kind of have to uh, you really have to weigh the pros and cons. And that's the most important part, I think, of getting tattooed is weighing like, yo, would this tattoo limit me from getting employed in any situation. Yeah, but I could see people 100% honestly being like, there is nothing wrong with this tattoo. Sure. It's a beautiful tattoo. Yeah. It does not show the whole breast. Yeah. I'm going to be perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden being like, no, you're not perfectly fine. That's just the, that's the gamble you take. Yeah. You know, if you, if you start, you know, like you say, it's a slippery slope. If you start 
you know, been like, well, you know, it's just side boob. Like, well, okay, well, where does it end? Right. Like, well, if it's just full nudity. Well, where does it end? So I think, you know, they, if you're going to get that style of artwork, you need to be able to either a handle the repercussions or B be able to hide it. Yeah. You know, especially because like you say, it's a public, if I'm a business owner and I'm, let's just say like, it's like a someplace where children or, or families are involved, I'm not going to hire somebody that would damage either my reputation or, or hurt my business, you know? So yeah, it, but under that, um, but that just goes right back to like, then yeah, you know what? You might not want anybody to have tattoos at all. No, I think there's a difference between you know having a flower than having a girl that's see. But that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. that's your that's your perspective. Sure. You're like flowers good, side yeah. boot bad. Yeah. Well, as a business owner, I think people are. I mean, people are allowed to choose whether who they employ, just like who who gets a tattoo. Right. You know, I don't think just because you choose to get your skin tattooed doesn't make you uh, like above my business kind of thing. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Oh, I know. But that's just kind of like, to me, it's a slippery yeah. slope because all of a sudden then, you know, we're employed by Hobby Lobby who. No, well, I, I don't think it's, a, I don't think it's that extreme. Well, but they yeah, are extreme. They are. Well, they're, yes, they're very right wing. But, but I'm saying that like, you know, it's the same thing. Like if they're side boob, they have to disclose it on television. It's the same thing with, I would think employment. You have to handle the repercussions if you choose to get that style yeah. of artwork. No, because I was just kind of thinking, I mean, it's like, like I said, it's like that it's this conversation always leads to another question. Yeah, sure. And that was my question. It's like, Oh, okay. You know what? You can think you're okay. But if truthfully, yeah. if somebody up the, the mm -hmm. corporate ladder finds it offensive, then you know, yeah. it's going to be offensive. And you have to take, you have to take that risk, right? You have to roll that dice when it comes to getting tattooed. And that's why tattooing I think is, I think it's more of an older person's bag than a, a younger person's bag because when you're young and dumb you know you kind of just like well whatever i'll deal with it later but when you're mm -hmm. older you're a little bit more wiser you're a little bit more established i feel like like I've, I've recently just started getting tattooed and i'm 31 and i think that's a really good age to start getting tattooed you know because 18 19 20 in my 20s i was like yeah i don't know i don't know i don't figure it out you know and then there's a lot of tattoos i'm glad i didn't get mm -hmm. you know so i think i think getting tattooed is definitely an old person's game yeah, I, I personally think I'm gonna mute this real quick. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, and, and I always, you know, I, huh? Um, you could top it off and that's just the whole thing. It's, it's like, but it's people 18, 19, 20, they're not going to wait. So I always just tell him, you know, just get tattoos that you can add to. You don't, it's, it's a journey. It's not a race, you know, at 18, don't go in and be like, I want a full sleeve of, you know, this because, yeah. you know, just add to it as your life progresses. Well, you also too, like if you're 18, 19, 20, your first tattoo, I don't think should be anything visible. You know, I think it, cause my first tattoo was on my back and I, and then really honestly, the only tattoo that would show on a shirt would be my bicep tattoo, mm -hmm. you know? And I think if you're going to start getting tattooed at an early age, I think you should be able to hide it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, I mm. agree completely, but they're just, it's, they're not going to do it. So, I mean, I don't know. It, I, I, again, I think it's, I think it's really going to come down to the person. The well, individual. just like with any life choice, it's going to, yeah. it's going to have repercussions, sure. you know, and that's just the whole thing. I mean, a tattoo might be, you might get it today, but there could be a repercussion down the road. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, you know, that's where I think the maturity comes in. And into mm -hmm. play, you know, you, whereas you're a little older, you're a little bit more mature on like, oh, okay, cool. But morally, this probably wouldn't be a great idea. It'd be a cool tattoo, but it may not be a great idea. Yeah. You know, and there's a lot of tattoos that I really wanted that I was talked out of and I'm glad I did. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I, there was, again, to me, every mm-hmm. tattoo, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, mm-hmm. um, has a has a purpose for being there. And speaking of tattoos, I had a dream about Dante last night. Did you? Mm-hmm. Really? What was it about? Um, it was a really weird dream. Hmm. And, but he was there, and um, I went in to get a tattoo by him, and he didn't recognize me at first and then he recognized me and it was just, it was really weird. It was just a really weird kind of vibe, but it was, it was, it was him. And, um, it was like in a really busy shop for some reason. And, but he was like super famous and I don't know. It was just, it was odd. Weird. Natasha had a dream about us last night. Really? Yeah. She said, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to misquote her. So she said, hold on, please. Wait for it. She said, uh, I was with your mom. So she calls it mom. I was okay. with your mom uh, while you and Brandon went shopping. Then you came back and you were showing us all the stuff you bought. Oh, <laughs> so that's so, never going to happen. Yes. But, but she also said, I was listening to an old episode of the podcast this morning. Your mom said she had a dream. You all visited England, but she didn't know why. I'm guessing it was because she had been watching British baking shows. I wonder how long ago that was. I wonder I what episode. I'll have to ask her. That's really interesting yeah. that I had that dream because I don't remember that dream. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. yeah. Dreams are so important. And, and to me, it's, do you dream? No. I remember asking you this one time and you were, I was like, do, what happens if you don't dream? You're like, you become psychotic. You become insane. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, you do dream. You just don't remember them. I know. I, well, okay. So here's the thing. Is if I do dream, it's usually either zombies or I'm sitting in a chair. Okay. I literally, it's one or the other. So it's my dreams are also usually really cool and violent and fun or nothing happens. I remember one time I, I had a dream I was sitting in a chair eating crackers or I had a dream that I was working once. And then I also had a dream that I was fighting zombies with Post Malone in Tennessee. Yeah. Like they're really all on the other side of the spectrum. I, I don't I don't think I dream often. You dream about the things that you um, fear. I don't fear Post Malone. No, you fear zombies, but you think... I don't, I don't fear zombies. I would fuck up some zombies. You were the biggest fucking chicken and you won't watch a scary movie. Chi- There's a difference between like enjoyment. For my enjoyment, I don't want to get scared. But if, if zombies are around, yeah, I'm, 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 I'll be fine. But you do dream. Everybody dreams. I don't know. We don't know. Yeah. No, we do know. I live my dreams. So I don't dream my dreams. It's clinically proven that everybody dreams. I don't think Just, so. There has to be one person that's never dreamed. No, it is I think part I of your I sleep dream, cycle. I dream about... Well, I, here's the thing, though, is I only sleep like five hours a day. It doesn't matter. So it's, I, it's, I may not be in the REM cycle that would allow dreams. Then you would not be alive today. You cannot go throughout Yes, sleeps. you can. Thomas no, Edison you, only took 30-minute naps. Well, good for him, but I'm just saying you have to dream. No. Can't just talk amongst <laughs> yourselves. <laughs> See, I don't think so. I, I mean, I'm, I, I told you, I mean, I do dream, but I don't think I dream as often as other people. Right? You dream every night. I do not dream every night. There's no way. No. Do you dream? Hold on, everybody. Yeah, hold, please. Hang on. People are every people are Googling. You can't you dream every night. That, that doesn't yes, make any can. sense. No, you can't. Do you dream every that's too, that's too specific. Night. So you're saying that you there every night you have to dream. Okay. Some experts say we dream at least four to six times a night. No. A lucid dream is one in which you know you're dreaming. Research shows that lucid dreams come with a boost of activity in parts of your brain that we usually, that are usually restful during sleep. Lucid dreaming is a brain state, is a brain state between REM and being awake. 
Does everyone dream every night? Everyone dreams anywhere between three to six times a night. Well, you Googled such a specific response. Oh, I'm sorry. That of course so, you're going to okay. find. Okay. So yeah. ha- let, let, let you Google it. Okay. Do people not dream? <laughs> you're so fucking weird. See, we can't know for certain if a person never dreams. We do know that some people rarely, if ever, recall their dreams. That's me. If you have trouble remembering dreams, you're in good company. Most of us, four to six most of us have four to six dreams a night, but we forget the vast majority of them. So you do dream. We don't know. I'm not going to argue. <laughs> Let me live my dream. Okay. Get it? Yeah. No, okay. I got it. All right. So, um, 4th of July is today because it comes out tomorrow. Yeah. So for me, 4th of July comes, it, it's a bittersweet holiday because I mean, I've been sober now. How long have I been sober? Like nine years? No. You've been sober 10. No. Have I? No, no, because Papa's no, ten sober. year anniversary is yeah, next week. I, I would say eight or nine. I don't know. I don't. I've never really cared to count how long I've been sober. For. I know. I have a really hard time. I I am not a counter for my sobriety. Yeah. The thing is, is I never really. I mean, like after I got sober is when I started living my life. So everything before my sobriety is kind of just like dead air. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't remember a lot of things. I don't really like. I never really liked a lot of things. So like, I never really valued counting. Because it didn't really matter to me. To me, if I count my days, it means they're numbered. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it with counting, usually, you know, I feel like there's an expiration date. Like I'm counting down for something. Sure. But for anyway, for me, um, uh, for however long I've been sober, I, the 4th of July has always been like, and I wouldn't say a triggering holiday because I'm never tempted to pick up a drink. Yeah. But it just reminds me of how shitty my life yeah. was. Um, and it just brings back a lot of bad memories. That makes sense. Yeah, because yeah. I always say, oh, you know, 4th of July is my triggering holiday. But it, it, again, it doesn't trigger me to drink. It just triggers me to remember what a train wreck I was. Sure. So um, I, I've always been, I've never been like neutral, but, you know, I, I've never disliked the 4th of July, but I've had a lot of really good 4th of Julys since my sobriety. Mm-hmm. So do you think you just need like a really good experience for 4th of July to like kind of like counteract the negative ones? Um, you know what? Truthfully, I mean, this is the first time I've ever said it out loud. And this is the first time that I've ever really realized that the 4th of July is exactly that. It's mm-hmm. just like my mental, um, my mental, like, Hey, let's just take this special day to beat the shit out of yourself. Yeah. And you know what? And truthfully, it's going to be up to me whether or not I continue in that pattern or not. Yeah. So, you know, tomorrow or today, because it's the 4th of July, um, what I was planning on doing is um, filming a YouTube on the things that I can do to keep myself, you know, and I'm not even going to say keep myself busy, but, you know, maybe ways to celebrate my sobriety instead of, you know, instead of like, oh, you were horrible. Mm -hmm. I can be like, hey, look where you are now. Yeah, because there's, I mean, you're not doing yourself any favors by like, you know, feeling all the negative like emotions that the holiday has. I mean, it's America's birthday. It's a time to celebrate. So like it's, I think you'd be doing yourself a service if you were like, you know, listen, like the first couple of like, or the, you know, the first couple of 4th of July really sucked, but it doesn't mean they, they all have to suck. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you know what? And that's just the whole thing. It's, it's like, I struggle with inner voices way more than I think anybody acknowledges. Sure. You know, because I am constantly fighting that, that voice in my head mm-hmm. that led me to addiction. Sure. And you where know? do you think that came from? Um, just, it's, I don't know. Maybe I was born with like a, a fucking evil voice in my head. I sure. have no idea. Yeah. You know, but the only thing is, is like, 
I mean, my defense, I look at it this way. My defenses Mm -hmm. are really good. You know, as soon as I say something really mean to myself, I'm like, nope, fuck you. And so I just, you know, it's just, I think it's just the 4th of July is just a different way. Bless you. (laughs) That's okay. You know, (laughs) just one big constant, like mouth spit. Great. Sweet. Um, <laughs> no, it didn't. Well, I, I sneezed into my hand that acted like a deflector shield and it deflected it right back into my face. So disgusting, dude. So anyway, um, I'm actually really very excited uh, since I've come up with that, um, that, it, that realization. Yeah. That it's just another excuse that I had to beat myself up. Yeah, I think, well, I think people are comfortable in the, the misle, mental prisons they put themselves in, right? If you're like, well, this is all I know, like this is where I'll stay kind of thing. But I think if you like start looking at it differently, I think it'll really help you kind of fall back in love with the 4th of July. Because right. we've had a lot of really good memories in the 4th of July. You know, I remember one of the, one of the best memories was when we took one of the, I think it was the Black Forerunner. And we went like off-roading to find the, to see the four, uh, fireworks. Yeah. And we listened to like country, or it was like, you know, cause they scheduled they the, to, yeah. the radio to go along with the fireworks. And that was really, really cool. And I remember that part, that part was awesome. You know, watching see, I the never fireworks even, is awesome. I never even thought that you and Brandon had any sort of good yeah. memories of the 4th yeah, of July. Yeah, no, definitely. And a lot of times it were just you, me and Brandon too. Yeah. It wasn't even so much like the event or a block party or like, you know, a memory. A lot of times it was just you, me and Brandon you know, mm-hmm. doing something with us three. Yeah. Cause I think we never really did anything as a family. So I really like cherish those kind of memories. Yeah. So, yeah. So no, I mean, so if you're out there and you're listening to that and then you have like, you have a constant like naggy voice in your head, just, you know, sometimes they just sneak attack you in different ways, but you always have the, um, you always have the ability to just be like, no, not today. Sure. you know and tomorrow i'll wake up and be like no not today or today i'll wake up and be like no not today or today i woke up today i woke up and was like "Mm, not today yeah so yeah i think i think you should just do something really cool so now what we can do is we can start planning for a really cool fourth of july next year okay so see that's just the whole thing it's it's like i know your birthday's coming up yeah and i really would like to um do do something for your birthday like i'm going to make you like um maybe like a cupcake or you know, a cupcake. Well, I'm just going to say a cake, but you don't really eat cake. I don't like sweets. Yeah. But the problem is, is that again, and we've addressed this before, we have gotten so far away from celebrating, from yeah. celebrating anything, yeah. whether it's holidays, birthdays or whatever. Um, you know, it's to me, but there's nothing wrong with that though. Like okay. I, I've never really found a problem with it. I mean, like a, a birthday has been like it's cool. I mean, I would much rather do something than get something. Like I'd much rather do an activity with you guys than like feel like you guys have to. But we're do just okay. But we were just saying like we don't we didn't celebrate Christmas last yeah. year. So, but you want to celebrate Christmas? I mean, we really need to sit down and figure out a schedule of holidays that we're going to celebrate yeah. and the holidays that we're not. Well, Christmas, Halloween. I don't. I don't like Halloween. Okay. But I mean, you don't want to paint. You don't want to like cut a jack o' lantern or anything. Okay. So, like, I mean, like that. That would be celebrating Halloween, right? Okay. So, like, I'm just saying that, like, I don't really feel like I need like cakes or sweets because I don't eat cakes or sweets. You know, okay. for my birthday. So, like, but I mean, you can celebrate your birthday without a cake. Sure. Yeah. I I have no problem with that. Yeah. Okay. 
I mean, I don't, I mean, I like Brandon's the same way. We just never really got into like birthday celebration kind of things. That's perfectly fine too. You know? Right. I know. It's just, it's, but do you see where I'm coming from? It's like, sometimes it's like we've gone so far behind or we've gone so far away from celebrating anything mm-hmm. that it's, you know, I'll be like, Hey, let's celebrate your birthday. You'd be like, mm, nah, yeah. you know, so. I mean, but I, there's no right or wrong. I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. You know, as long as, as long as whoever's birthday it is enjoys their birthday, then that's perfectly fine. I think if I wanted to celebrate my birthday, the only thing I would really want is just to spend it with you guys. So like, I don't need like a grand poobla like thing. You know, if we were just to go down to the beach and have a bonfire or something, that'd be cool. Well, okay. You know, something like that would be perfectly fine. Well, you let me know what will be acceptable and not acceptable for your birthday. Yeah. Bonfire at the beach sounds perfectly cool. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I like it. Well, your birthday is just right behind mine. What do you want to do for your birthday? Um, well, we're going to San Francisco the day before. On the third. The third. Um, they were getting tattooed on the sixth. You and Brandon are. Oh yeah, Brandon. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Part of me is hoping that he's like, you know what? That first hand tattoo kind of sucked. I don't know if I want to do it again. And I take Austin's whole day. Well. That's just me being selfish. Um, I'm not really a hundred percent sure on that one. That would, I mean, I'm, I mean, either which way, if I go, if Brandon comes with me, I'll be stoked just to have, you know, a day with my brother. Cause Brandon and I, you know, we hang out a lot, but like, I don't, we haven't really done an activity together like this. Um, so that'd be cool. Or I just get tattooed for like eight hours. I think either one would be a win-win. Yeah. yeah either one's so fun. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah. but that's what I'm planning on doing for my birthday. Is what? Just doing the San Francisco thing. Okay. And so, yeah. And that will be my birthday. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. So I found a, a couple of lists of like cool, fun, funky, fresh um, questions. No, I thought you said fucky fresh. No, I'm like, funky what's and a fresh? fucky fresh? So don't read it because I don't want you to cheat. Okay. So the first one is, is cereal soup? Why or why not? Is what? Cereal soup. No, cereal cereal. And but, soup is soup. Okay. So what's the difference? One's a soup and one is cereal. Sure. So what is the difference? What, what would classify soup being soup and cereal being cereal? Well, cereal is usually like a grain and mm-hmm. soup is usually like soup. Sure. So, okay. But in terms of like how they're eaten, they're the same in terms well, of. Well, they sound the same when you eat them. Sure. Yeah. But I, mean, I don't know a person in life who eats cereal like an. Like, like a normal person? Uh, but I don't understand how normal people eat cereal because it doesn't well, make sense. Well, most people don't choke on their cereal. How do you put it in your mouth? You open your mouth, you put it in, you shut your mouth, and you chew. Oh, you know, because you just have the spoon in your mouth. Like, it's gross. Or you take the spoon out before you no, chew. No, I don't, I don't agree So what that. do you think? Do you think soup and cereal are the same thing? Yeah, cereal is just breakfast soup. But it's cold. So you can have cold soup. Uh, I still think it's different. You think it, so? Yeah, because you don't have grilled cheese sandwich and soup or and, and cereal. You yeah, well, that, well, that food is designed for, for soup, but you can have cereal and yogurt. You can have cereal and, and toast. You can have cereal. You don't have cereal and toast. Yeah, you can. A lot of people have cereal and toast. No, they don't. Yes, they do. Who does that? Every, like, we watch like any morning commercial, there's always the bowl and there's oranges and then there's toast. It's just prop. But it, but it does play to people's like subconscious that cereal should be eaten with like toast and stuff. Okay, so why do you only eat toast in the breakfast for in the morning? Because uh, you you don't really have like steak and toast. You have steak and bread. I think I think some breads just better suited in the morning. Like sourdough is generally a, a bread you would eat in the morning. You know. Mm, I see. I think toast is a you know. 
it's weird how you take like a certain bread and you associate mm. it with a certain time of day with a certain class of food. Yeah. So then, so just to follow off on that one, would you consider a hot dog a sandwich? Because it's two pieces of bread with meat in the middle. Oh, no, because it's a hot dog. Sure. But like what classifies it as a hot dog? Like why is it a separate category than a sandwich? Because it's a hot dog. Great. <laughs> well, why isn't a hamburger a sandwich? Why it, isn't it, a corn dog a sandwich? Well, corn dog would be because it's a stick surrounded by batter. But a hamburger, I would argue, would be classified a sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. Or what, you know, if you take a pizza and you fold it in half, that would be a sandwich. You'd have to put like, if you put like roast beef in the middle, yeah, I would say so. No, but roast beef doesn't. A sandwich, roast beef does not make the sandwich. So what makes a sandwich? Two pieces of bread with peanut butter in the middle. Peanut butter? Peanut butter. So anything, as long as it has peanut butter as a sandwich? Peanut butter and tuna, peanut butter, I don't know. That sounds disgusting. Doesn't it? Okay. So I don't know, I was like grossing out when I said yeah. it. Yeah. All right, so the next question is, what is the sexiest and least sexiest names? Most sexy, Brad Pitt. You, okay, that's... Okay, no, I'm not asking for celebrities. I'm asking for the name. Oh, Brad. So what name is oh. associated with being attractive? Um, I would say... Mm, mm, it could be both boy or girl. Oh. Um, Febreze. Febreze? <laughs> Is the most sexiest. <laughs> what would be the least sexiest? Chad. Chad? Mm -hmm. that, I would argue that it's pretty accurate. Yeah. I would say for the most sexiest, I would say Isabella is always a really pretty name. I was thinking of Angelina. Angelina is a good one too. Mm -hmm. um, or I, I um, something that's kind of like, you know what I've always liked as a name is Israel. So go, that is pretty. Yeah, Israel's always, I thought it was a really cool name. That could be for a boy or a girl. Yeah. And because I know a really famous surfer, um, his name is Israel mm -hmm. and everybody calls him Izzy. Oh yeah. He was the, he's the, one of the sons of uh, doc. What's his name? That really famous family that surfed all throughout the seventies. Doc Watson. No, Izzy something. What's his name? Hold please. Our fact checker is looking. He's again. really, I'll, you'll know it as soon as I say the name. So I think the lack of dreaming and the lack of sleep is starting to play a part. Uh, what's his He's name? He's thinking about it. What's his name? A surfing family from the 70s. That you know what I'm talking about. They made, a, they made a documentary about it. You mean the dogs or the... What? <laughs> the, um, what was that one skater movie? You mean Brink. Huh? Brink. No, who's Brink? Brink was a skate movie when they had dogs because they were dog washers. No, the one, the Laura, the, the one where no, you know which one I'm talking about. No. Uh, yeah, something dogs skater movie. Oh my goodness, I am so sorry. Everybody. Izzy Pasquitz. His and who in the heck is that? His dad is Dorian Pasquitz. And I don't know who that is. You don't know them? Mm -mm. They're like they were like a really famous surf family. So in the seventies, it says Dor oh, Doc Pasquitz. You know Doc Pasquitz? No, I don't. You don't? Mm -hmm. It says Doc Pasquitz was an American surfer and physician who gave up practicing medicine for a living, for a living and dedicated to becoming a professional surfer. In 1972, he founded a surf camp run by his family, where campers would live alongside alongside and surf with members of the Pasquitz family. You'd never heard of them? Mm -mm. That's crazy. They're like really, really well known in the surfing community. Oh well. No. I thought. I thought. Yeah. Especially because they were around 
they they were like relevant when you were growing up in on the beach. No, really Mm-mm. interesting. Yeah, but the dog movie Blink, yeah. which I have no idea where you came up with that. I was thinking Dogtown. Okay, that's way different than anything you could have. That was the worst <laughs> reference you could have no, ever done. I'm sure everybody. Lords of Dogtown. You're yeah. About, yeah. Okay, so the the dog surfing movie. I said the, the dog same. skating movie. The dog skating movie. Yeah, because I knew the Lords it was dog. of Dogtown <laughs> yeah. are completely different. So I knew the word dog was in there. You you, you got the, yeah you got one of the three words right. Yeah, dog. Yes. So, so um, how did we end up here? How did we end up Israel, in Dogtown? I, I really like Israel as a name. Yeah. So my least favorite name. Would so probably, were they in Encinitas? Uh no, I think Hawaii. Oh, yeah. Because Izzy has a lot of... When I interviewed him, he had a lot of tattoos. Um, oh, you interviewed him? Yeah, because he, he he runs what's called Surfer's Healing, oh, which is the... It's a yeah, surfing... Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's this really cool nonprofit that helps uh, kids with autism. Um, they they actually go out and they surf with them. I still have the sweatshirt. Yeah, yeah, I have the, sh- I have the shirt. Yeah, and it, it, it actually, like, it's very soothing and provides, like, mm-hmm. mental and physical, like, they're very, very calm and, and they absolutely love it. So the, it's this really cool nonprofit because Izzy's son has, has autism. And he found that, like, when he surfed with them, he was a lot more, like, he loved it. He was calm. He was he just, he had an overall great experience. And so he wanted to bring that kind of experience to other families who well, That children makes sense. Like, he, that's the, the atmosphere that he grew up in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because surfing provided such a, a very balanced and very um, pleasant environment for him that he mm-hmm. wanted to share that feeling with other people. And that's it's cool. really, 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 really cool people. I've never met anybody who's nicer. Yeah. Um, and then those, that, that family and that, that nonprofit, they, they do a lot of really good work. You know what we haven't done in a while, which I would really like to do huh. is a beach cleanup. Okay. Yeah. We can yeah. Do remember that. we used to just go to Huntington beach yeah, and just yeah. walk along the beach and yeah, go have lunch. Even turnarounds was fun too. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, it's all, I mean, always have a good time picking up trash. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's weird too because whenever we did pick up trash, people would always be like, "Well, who do you who do you work with? What are you doing?" We're like, no, they're just picking up trash. Yeah, like, it's, it's cool. amazing the things that you find when you pick up trash on the it's beach. Literally, mostly straws and balloons. Those are the two. Out of, out of everything that we find, straws and balloons are the two most prominent ones. Yeah, yeah. and then um, some unmentionable stuff. Like what? Oh, we found like feminine hygiene. Did you? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. This one time we were surfing, Luke was like, oh, look, a jellyfish. And so we swam over to, to check it out. And he's like, oh, it's a condom. Oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, got, he didn't like touch it. He got like maybe like a foot from it. I got a story. This is so gross, but I'm going to say it anyway. Right. One time your dad, yeah. when he was little, was at the ranch and yeah. thought he found a balloon. Yeah. Oh, he's he blowing up a blow condom. Was it a used condom? <laughs> Jesus. I got so mad. Yeah. So yeah, I think that like made your dad twisted from the young. That would age. make sense. That would make sense. His villain origin story. Yeah. <laughs> it was a it was a sunny Thursday when the yeah. when the young lad came Tragedy up on a balloon. struck young Miguel. He <laughs> was never the same yeah, after that. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I'm just gonna have you know chaos in my life from here I on. I mean, out. it makes sense now. Everything kind of falls into place yeah the pieces pit yeah but yeah no so israel would probably be and then my least favorite name would probably be um he's I thinking don't know. i don't know what's my least sexiest name see mine was easy because i saw this tiktok last night and there's this really funny guy mm-hmm. who was um telling a story about he took his like he has a um a, like a miniature malamute yeah who's a complete he's he calls his dog a complete asshole 
and um, he took him to like a um, like a fancy dog spa. Yeah. And he instantly was, he's like in Chad behind the counter. And mm. he was like just going off on the guy. But I guess he kicked his dog. and The guy behind the counter did? Yeah. Really? Yeah. He said that um, he dropped off his dog. He goes, my dog's an asshole. He goes, yeah. I know my dog's an asshole. Yeah. He goes, so I stayed there to make sure that, you know, everything was going to be okay. And, but the guy didn't know that he stayed. So he, the dog didn't, you know, he was a little leery about going to the back. So the guy kicked him. Like, like where? Like in, like did you just say he kicked him or yeah. did you have proof? Oh, no, okay. he said that he um was standing there and the guy kicked the dog to get the dog into the back. Yeah. And he said he instantly lost it. Yeah, I would so, say so. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so that's that's how come that's how I came up with Chad so fast. That makes sense. I would say that okay, so then I would say maybe Travis? Yeah, Travis would work. Yeah, Travis yeah. is a very unappealing name. Yeah. Travis or I was gonna say like um Jordan. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's just they were Oh, the family. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Yeah, Travis and Jordan. Say, yeah. Yeah, since you know you grew up with them. Yeah. How do you know? Yeah. All right, so our next one would be um it says what's invisible invisible but you wish people could see? Pain. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a really, that's a very mature answer. Yeah. I think people would have more compassion mm -hmm. if you could see other people's pains. Yeah. Okay. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Try to top that one. I was going to say farts. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> you can clearly see. I should have went first. Yeah, you should have. Yeah, no, I think pain, a lot of people experience a lot of pain and they do it in silence because it's really hard. I don't know. We as a society, we want proof. We want to see it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like if you say, oh, well, I, I hurt. Unless people can see it, they're like, they're making it up. Yeah. Or it ain't that bad or yeah. this or that or this or that. Yeah. And I think if like you had like a little sliding scale of like your pain meter, mm -hmm. I think people would be more compassionate. Yeah. Like, oh, you hurt my feelings. They're like, oh, I didn't really hurt your feelings. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like a thermometer. It'd be like towards the top. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, shoot. I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings that bad. Yeah, exactly. I think it's a really, that's a very mature answer. Makes oh, mine, thank you. Makes me sound weird, but yeah. <laughs> uh, it says, what's the weirdest smell you've ever smelled? Your farts. My farts don't smell. Oh my They're God. just loud. No, no, and no. Nope. No, and know. no. Well, only when I have like pollo asada burritos or anything. I'm trying to think what would like really send me over the air, over the rails. I don't know. I remember your Costco, Costco hot dog days. Those are burps. Those weren't farts. Oh yeah. No, they were, that was out of all orifices. <laughs> it was trying to escape. Yeah. Just exercising those demons. What's your answer? Um, the weirdest smelt I ever smelt. I would say. Indies farts. I don't I, uh, no, I don't know. I don't know what the weirdest smell is. Probably like sulfur. Sulfur is kind of weird. Yeah. Do yeah. you know thrift stores have a very distinguished um, They do. Smell? They have a weird smell. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. This one says, what's the best Wi-Fi name you've ever seen? Oh, when um, the F when I thought the FBI surveillance van yeah, was on the block. Jesus Christ. Yep. Yeah. yeah. You thought the FBI were outside surveilling. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, I think we had recently moved in here. And we just moved in. You were, we were still trying to connect things to the Wi-Fi. Yeah. And you were trying to connect something to the Wi-Fi by yourself. Yeah. And then you come running in. You're like, the FBI is outside. And I literally was looking for a white unmarked van. Yep. You were looking for the FBI van whose Wi-Fi was 
yeah. FBI surveillance van. And then I was wondering what the fuck Gil, Gil had done in order for the FBI to be surveilling him. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. that's that's straight up my answer. Mm-hmm. What about you? Um, See, my answers are really good, and they're kind of making yours look lame. No, the minor, this one, okay, so the best one I've ever seen was um, four words, all uppercase. But they were all lowercase, and then they they never separated. And, but it... It just spelled out. Four. It spelled out four words, all uppercase. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, but it was all lowercase and there was no spaces. All right, I take back my jab. Yeah, that then. was good. That was a good one. Thank you. This one says, uh, "What's the most ridiculous fact you know?" The most ridiculous fact I know. Hmm. Would you like to go first on this one? Um. I'm trying to think. I don't know what I don't know what classifies as ridiculous. Yeah. Um. Did you know that moss does not grow just on the north side of things? It's because I told you that. I know, and it's ridiculous because I think you're wrong. It's not. <laughs> then why would, why would, oh, you know, another ridiculous fact is that they took away Pluto's planet status. Why? It's just a moon. Well, okay, so why, do, why is the moon a planet? The, the moon is the moon. <laughs> okay, and, and I know that. The moon is the, is, it is part of the planet's rotation, parts of the Earth's gravitational Who pull. did Pluto piss off to get kicked out of the planet club? It, well, because it is a moon. It's, <laughs> not a, it's not a planet. Why? Okay, That'd be so like if you're like, the sun should be a planet. Well, the sun's not a planet. It's a star. So what makes the moon a moon? Because it, it, it gravitates uh, around uh, a planet. I believe Saturn. Doesn't the moon gravitate around the sun like we do? No, the moon gravitates around Earth. So we don't all go... Huh? Really? So, well, yeah. The moon circles around us as we circle around the sun. What about the planets that are closer to the sun? Who do they grab it or who do they go around? The sun. So the <laughs> so all these planets are going around the sun except for the moon and Pluto? No, everything's going around the sun, but the moon is going around Earth as Earth goes around the sun. But no. So then what's Pluto doing? Who's Pluto going around? I'm Googling it right now. It says, according to the AI, the IAU, Pluto is technically a dwarf planet because it is not cleared, because it has not cleared its neighboring region of other objects. This means that Pluto still has lots of asteroids and other space rocks along its flight path, rather than having absorbed them over time like the larger planets have done. Okay, so just because it has not absorbed other space rock, it says it's smaller than any other planet, even smaller than Earth's moon. It's dense, rocky, like the terrestrial planets of Mercury, Venus, Earth, and Mars. Um, so what is it now? It's not a planet. It's a what? It's a dwarf planet. That's bullshit. Uh, this is defined, it says, because it did not meet the three criteria the IAU uses to define a full-size planet. Essentially, Pluto meets all the criteria except one. It has not cleared its neighboring region of other objects. Okay. So there's too I, many things around Pluto to be considered a planet. See, now here, I think in that there was just like a group of guys in a room and they're yeah. like, what can we fuck with today? And somebody just saw a really bad Disney movie. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. And they're like, hey, you know what? Mickey Mouse pissed me off today, so let's go after his dog. Okay, <laughs> Pluto, the dwarf planet, did not come after Pluto the dog. I know. Don't you think that Pluto was named 
Pluto the dog was named after the planet? No. I just think that these guys in this room just was like on a, they woke up and choosing, vi- choosing violence mm. and they, they were like, okay, what planet in the solar system do we want to kick out of the cool kids club? Yeah. And they're like, hey, I know, let's go after Pluto, mm. everybody's favorite planet. Pluto's everybody's favorite planet? Yeah, because everybody associates Pluto with Mickey's dog. They couldn't go after Uranus. Why is that? What is Pluto really your favorite planet? Pluto's everybody's favorite planet. It's not mine. Saturn's my favorite. Why? Because it has rings? Because it has the ring. Oh. Yeah. That is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, but Pluto just sounds like a really cool, just kind of like happy-go-lucky planet. Does it? Yeah. Really go with the flow? Yeah. You're just kind of like, hey, my name's Pluto. I'm a planet. Okay. And then they're all like, hey, no, fuck you. You're not. So There's a lot of dialogue between planets. How do we know there's not? So anyway, I think we should, uh, as far as I'm concerned, Pluto's a planet. Okay. Well, I think you could really take that when, and spin it with your influencer status. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. It's like, forget dressing how you want and being self-expressive yeah. expressive at any age. We're going to change a little course here and yeah. I'm going to make Pluto a planet there again. There you go. Uh, okay, so this next one. I don't know a ridiculous fact because I don't... Um, I don't think any of my facts I are... I gave right. you two. I don't think... What is your, what's the first one? The moss on the tree. Oh, okay, well, that's Pluto. a fact that I told you. I went first. I took um, it. Christmas is really not. I don't know. I can't think of any. Yeah. Everything's everything makes sense to me. <laughs> okay, let's move on. It's then. Probably because I don't dream. Um, yeah, no kidding. You're mm-hmm. going psychotic. What is something that everyone looks stupid doing? Um, shitting. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think everybody looks ridiculous when they take a shit. Why is that? Because they all make faces. What? How does? How do you? Where have you been that you have enough proof of people pooping that they all make faces? I watch Indy poop every single night, and she makes a face. Does she? Yes. Okay, but she's not a person. <gasps> Don't tell her that. I would say, uh, trying to go for a high five. Everyone just looks silly doing it. You think so? Yeah. Because at what point is like a, a, a appropriate distance for a high five? Like Let's if you, try it. If, no, but if you high five from too far away, you just look silly. Yeah, because we're all like, yeah, yeah, exactly. But if you go in too close, yeah, people just look like you're holding hands. Which, by the way, can I ask you, mm. when you were in England with Natasha, yeah, how did you hold her hand? Did, uh, we did, actually did my coaching help. Well, I don't remember what you said. I said to not cup her hand, but to interlace oh, the fingers. Sure. So there was no cupping. We we <laughs> we interlaced. Um, there is a thing though. Like mine was always on the outside. Yeah. And hers was on the inside. But she likes her thumb on the outside. But I like oh. my thumb on the outside. Yeah, because that's a dominant trait. Yeah. So I I was. You like, had thumb wars. I, we did have thumb wars. So it depends on what and what style, what side of the hand. Like if it was on the left hand, I think I got my thumb on top. But if it was on the right, she got her thumb on top. Oh, so hold my hand. I don't want to hold your hand. I just want to see. I don't want my. I don't want to hold your hand. <laughs> you know how long it's been since somebody's held my hand? Hold my fucking hand. Those. <laughs> uh, so oh yeah. Look, my thumb's on the outside. Yeah, but that's on the and left you're, hand. And you're blushing. I don't like this at all. God damn it. Oh. So you need to okay. So just out of that brief encounter, yeah. you really need to go in with a more aggressive thumb. Well, I well, if I was on the right hand, my thumb is on the outside. So you have a, a, a you have a um, submissive left hand or a submissive so. left thumb. I suppose so. Yeah, my left side's just much more submissive. <laughs> you know that they say that your left side is your feminine side and your right side is your dominant side. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So pack, you know, there's a fun fact for you. There you go. Um, says, what is the funniest joke you know by heart? <sighs> um, why the chicken cross the road? Why? I have no fucking idea. Great. <laughs> so you don't know any? I don't know any. Okay. Yeah. You know what? The whole thing is, is like the jokes that I know mm-hmm. when I heard them, um, they're no longer, um, funny. Okay. Sure. You know, a lot of the jokes were when I was kid and that was like 50, 60 years ago. Yeah. And the humor was different. And now it's like, yeah, no, that ain't yeah, funny. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Uh, it says, if animals could talk, which would be the rudest? Oh, uh, geese. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. 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 They'd just be like, fuck you. Get out of my way. Yeah. Um, what about, you have to answer these two. I know. I'm trying to give an answer. Oh. So I would say, which one's going to be the rudest? It would be. Probably a sea lion. Mm. Yeah, they kind of suck. Although it's impeccable, or not impeccable, and remarkable how many people think they can approach sea lions. Like when we go to La Jolla and stuff, yeah. people always try to pet them. They're insane. Well, did you know that in the last like week and a half, three people have been gored um, by... Buffalo. Yeah. yeah. And remember I told you last, like two days ago, I'm like, oh, two people? Some um, elderly lady got gored. Now, and was she trying to pet it or no? They were all too close. Yep. Sounds about they right. were all people too don't realize that these are wild animals yeah and then i saw um i saw some it, i believe it was yellowstone yeah it was a mother bear with her three cubs mm-hmm. going across the road and oh, yeah. they have like um they actually have people following them stopping traffic yeah. and stuff like that but they're like y'all have to realize these are wild oh, yeah, animals they'll fuck you up. they yeah. might not be like aggressively chasing you but they are wild animals mm-hmm. So, yeah. oh, and then really quick, speaking of bears and wild animals, um, I am now on Twitter and I found this really cool, it's like a Nat Geo um, thing yeah. and they have live cams of bears up in Alaska. Oh, cool. Yeah. And so they have them all named yeah. because, you know, they're, they're protected and watched, yeah. but they're all like, and here comes Popeye. Mm-hmm. And then there was one um, mama bear who did a complete belly flop in after a salmon. Yeah. And it's been a really cool channel to watch. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I love nature shit like that. Yeah. Just un, you know, like unscripted, just like, Hey, here's, here's a camera with bears. Yeah. And I think, and I think if you, I think start pushing that kind of narrative, more people would realize that they're wild animals and not kind of like, if you know, if you look at like, I don't know. I feel like TV and media have kind of really like downplayed it that these like these are submissive or like really calm animals. Mm-hmm. But the bear, I mean, especially when the bear has cubs, like bear will fuck you up. Yeah. I saw a couple of TikToks and I think this was in Alaska again where there's been a couple of, no, one was Canada, one was Alaska where the bears have been really aggressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, they were doing like the whole, hey bear. Hey yeah, like, bear. Oh, is that the one with that family? The bear was I walking s- them down? Yeah. Yeah, it was in Canada. Yeah. yeah, I saw that one. And then another one was in Alaska they it was like a kayaking like little trip and they landed on the beach but what happened is is they landed on the beach and there just happened to be two male grizzlies fighting fuck yeah i'd get the fuck back in that kayak. oh yeah no they were calling for help and you know they wanted the people to come back and um they nobody got hurt but it was like the bears were like yeah we're going to continue fighting and you might want to get out of the way oh grizzly bear fuck you up 100 percent. yeah um really quick this leads me to a question robert um i went and I sat with um, Anastasia um, during her tattoo yeah. this week. And we were just talking about life. And she's she's young. She's like maybe 20, 21. Okay. And she was like, she goes, 
she goes, truthfully, she goes, I'm really worried that we have fucked up the environment so much. It's, it's not fixable. Yeah. Um, I'm all like, I think everything is fixable. Mm -hmm. It needs absolutely. There needs to be a lot of changes in order for that to happen. Yeah. But do you think the environment is beyond repair? I mean, just as not yet. Okay. But it's close. Mm -hmm. We're at at that tipping point where people don't get their shit together soon. And if lawmakers don't enact some sort of policy to help curb uh, global warming and environment change. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I personally think it needs to be a worldwide effort. Yeah. I mean, like just the, like the amount of pollution in the ocean. Well, the thing is there's no, there's no right answer. You know, there's no like, Oh yeah, of course. Why don't we just do this? Click. You know, it's, it's going to take a community effort and it's nothing that can be done overnight. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, a lot of countries have vowed to do a lot more green or friendly, um, environmental practices. You know, there are companies who are cleaning up the great, um, dumpster thing out in the Pacific. Mm-hmm. There are, co- you know, countries and cities that are vowing to go fully electric or fully like, uh, um, you know, get rid of gasoline or coal and things like that. So there is, you know, there, obviously there is a hundred percent people taking an effort, but it really is going to come down to the individual. It's going to be people who are stopping using plastic pollution, yeah. stop people from using palm oil. Palm oil is terrible. Um, stop people from, you know, excess waste, you know, just small things like that. And it, it really is going to take, unfortunately, I feel like it's going to take a catastrophic, catastrophic, catastrophic event Mm -hmm. to really wake people up. They're like, Hey, listen, we have to do something. I know. And to me, it's like, um, you know, the simple fact that Lake mead is drying up. Yeah. I mean, it's like millions of people won't have water soon or electricity or electricity. Yeah. To me, it's like, it's, it's really sad because to me, it's like how much more blatantly obvious does it have to be? Yeah. Well, the thing is, if it doesn't affect people's day to days, they don't care. Yeah. You know, we're starting to see that now with the gas, you know, because gas is so expensive. People are starting to like, Whoa, hang on, Mm -hmm. you know, but like, it, it really is going to take something to really wake everybody up. And yeah. unfortunately that's the case, but it really is going to come down to the individual. See now I'm hoping, and there here's where my hope is. And I told her the same thing, but you know what? It's like, you know, I'm almost 60 and it, to me, it seems like, um, it's going to take the younger generations yeah. to, inf- you know, yeah. to enact uh, new laws. Yeah. Unfortunately. And to, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. This burden does fall on the youth. Yeah. You know, so it is going to take a community of effort and thankfully that it does seem like the younger generations are a lot more uh, socially aware Yeah, and they're going to, you know, hopefully be in the position to help change what was done to the planet. Yeah. It, to me, it's just kind of sad. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it was a kind of like a sad statement. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I don't even know if I want to have kids, you know? Yeah. A lot Why? of people are in the same boat. Yeah. She was, yeah. I, I don't know if I want to bring a child into this world yeah. as it is right now. It's kind of fucked up. Yeah. yeah. And so to me, and it was a really, really cool conversation like that. Yeah. So it's a very, just, it seems like a very mature conversation to yeah. have with somebody that you just met. But I mean, also too, like it comes, like it comes to an individual, like you and I picking up trash at the beach. That's huge. Mm-hmm. You know, anything to reduce our carbon footprint on the world is a big, is a big step. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why I stopped, why I never really pursued a huge media career after college is because nobody was reporting on this stuff. Yeah. And it really pissed me off because I don't care about, you know, who, who's grandma, you collected the most bottle caps from what year? Like yeah. there needs to be more pushing an environmental objective. Yeah. But unfortunately people forget that the news is a business. Oh, hundred percent. It's know? what sells, right? It's and what negativity sells. sells the best. And mm-hmm. you know, so yeah. And, and, and even I have, you know, and it's not like I have a whole lot of experience, but yeah. like what CBS did to me on that interview, yeah. it's like, fuck you. Yeah. You know, I yeah. don't trust. It's you. all, yeah. It's all a product of design. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, yeah, I'll show you. I'll just do my own thing. Yeah, we'll get our own news channel. I won't use single-use plastics and, 
Yeah, and that's really the trick, you know. And instead, like, it's just if there's any way to to reduce mm-hmm. and reuse and recycle, you know, to do it. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, it all comes down to the individual. Yeah. No, it's. So I, I mean, really, I, the problem is that I think everybody's so divided nowadays that there's no way to unify. There's no way to unify the world or even just a nation or even just a city to like, yo, hey, like. Y'all, we, we got we to gotta do something. I know. And that's just the whole thing. It's, it's like long gone are the days of like, hey, I respect your opinion, but mm-hmm. here's mine. We yeah. still have to work collectively. Yeah. You know, long, and it's, it's like, I really, really wish if, if anything, that we could be more unified mm-hmm. in our like, mm-hmm. you know, just our way of thinking. Well, that's the problem with modern technology too, right? Is that there's always somebody somewhere to support your opinion and you can so easily find people who align with that ideal and you can obtain that kind of media that like relates to your ideology that you don't ever have to listen to the other side because yeah. I mean, that's, that was the reason of the debate, right? Like you talk and then I talk and then we, then we can exchange ideas, but you don't need that anymore. Now yeah. it's like, Oh, okay. Well, whatever you're saying is wrong because I have my own sources. Right. And people, people will gravitate towards whatever like aligns with their point of view. Yeah. And that's unfortunately, that's one of the downsides with the internet. Yeah. And also too, it's like, to me, um, it's like, I say this all the time. It's like negativity is really loud. Mm-hmm. Negative mean people are loud. Yeah. And like the kind or nicer people, sometimes I feel have a softer voice. Sure. And I think we should be just as loud being positive. You know, it's like yeah. w- we don't need to pipe down just because there's an angry, mm-hmm. you know, an angry opinion. I yeah. think it's like, no, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to counteract your anger with my, um, with my positivity. Yeah, for sure. You know, yeah, that's just the way I look at it. I like it. I think it's a good idea. It's yeah. A good, it's a good mindset to be in. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Good. Well, do you want to tell them where to find us? Yes, you can find me on all social media platforms as Gray Hair and Tattoos. Robert is Robert Robert Pike Pike on Instagram and Sherbert on TikTok and YouTube. And if you want to track down our missing Brandon, he is Don't Die Disco on all platforms. <laughs> all right, everybody. Until next time. Bye.